I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to part four and the final installment of Bridging Atlantic's 2017 holiday special. We're your host, singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and record producer, Marciano Valley from Canada. A man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists. So if you'd like to work together or just say hi, add me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's all my name, Marciano Valley. Pretty easy. Easy. And there is one rule. If you are saying hi, you do have to say it like Marcio just said. Hi! <laughs> exactly. And I am music web designer Ross Barber Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And uh, we are excited to let you know that we are also on Patreon. We've recently updated our rewards so you can become a Bridger. That's the official name. Yes. For as little as a dollar per month. It's taken Ross a little bit of time, but. I've he he's using the word bridger now. Does he love it? No. Does he love our bridgers? I'll let him answer yes. that. Perks <laughs> okay. yes. on Patreon include early access to content, shoutouts on the show, as well as your chance to co-host an episode of Bridge Atlantic alongside Ross and I. And I also have to point out one of the I think least used but most exciting perks on on, on Patreon is the fact that you can actually ask our guests a question. You know, especially because we've had some pretty awesome people on here. Get on Patreon and Patreon and support us because you will directly be allowing us to continue making this show. We do also have official BTA shirts available to purchase on our website. They look great on you and all the proceeds go into helping us keep our thousands and thousands of lights on Mm -hmm. here at Bridge Atlantic. Link to get them in our show notes. And if you use the coupon code BTA rocks, you'll receive 20% off your purchase as our little way of saying thank you. Lastly, before we dive into part four of our four part holiday series, speaking of which, make sure you check out parts one to three. They all kind of lead into each other here. Um, We are so pumped to tell you that we are giving away a free t-shirt to every 100 subscribers we gain on YouTube until the end of 2017. Um, So all you have to do is click subscribe. Really can't get any more easy than that. You just click subscribe and you're automatically entered in the contest. And if you tuned in to part three of our holiday special, You'll know that we talked about sales and promotions during the holidays, and we are also running one of our own. Yeah, we'd be total hypocrites if we gave you guys all this advice for the holidays, and then we're like, we're not even doing anything ourselves. No, of course we are. Up until the end of the year, we're running a buy one, get one free sale on all of our shirts. Seven different colors. What are the colors, Russ? Black, white, (sighs) blue, navy blue. Red. Red. Purple and charcoal. Yeah, there we go. Just head on over to our website to get yours. Simple as that. Pretty simple. Let's dive in, though. I'm excited uh, to dive right into this episode. Let's just do it. Yep, and dive we shall. So (laughs) now that we've covered this past year and we've talked about ways to make the most of the holidays for selling your music and merch, and then so that's parts one to three, Mm -hmm. uh, we are now looking forward to the year ahead, and we're going to talk about ways that you can make the most out of the new year, both this year and for the years ahead. <laughs> we talk good. Something that comes up with various guests um, on this show is goal setting and planning. 
Uh, not necessarily things that all creatives are good at. Um, I know I've had to work on it. Ross has been great at helping me um, be a little bit more no, organized. Ross isn't too good at it either. But anyways, it's not something that we're necessarily good at or really enjoy. But, you know, setting targets and goals can really help you to achieve more. I know Ross and I do it on this show you know, behind the scenes when we're not, when we're not shooting this stuff, we are setting goals for ourselves. You know, it keeps us excited about the show. It keeps us um, uh, on track. And it actually really interestingly, we see the growth happen when, when we stay on track on those goals, because we become, we make ourselves accountable for them. And, you know, you, you end up taking the steps necessary to get to that realistic goal. And then you also have that, that dream goal at the end of the day. Yeah. And since we're talking about new year, I think, you know, people like to set New Year's resolutions, but I think the problem is that too many people set unrealistic goals and mm. put too much pressure on themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they're disappointed and demotivated when they don't reach those huge goals. Mm -hmm. So instead of setting one big goal, the best thing to do is really set yourself multiple small goals and maybe stagger the kind of the end date for those throughout the year. To get from here to the moon, for example, you, you can't just jump. You know what I mean? You need to, all the steps to get that rocket ship built and then you know, all the people along to help to make sure you're safe along the way. You know what I mean? There's a whole, there, there's a whole variety of steps you have to go through. So, you know, example, if you're looking to tour next year, you know, rather than setting a goal of North American tour, <laughs> you know, set yourself a smaller target, you know, which will help you to achieve the bigger goal down the road, you know, like a goal to tour in a certain region of the country, you know, maybe start off playing shows in your city and then maybe even set a, a small little tour just within your, your province or state, you know, um, and then you branch out beyond that, you know, and your, your end goal can be, I toured the country. Oh my gosh. Now I toured North America. You know what I mean? That is just much more feasible. And also it, 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 it will, you'll learn, you'll make more of the mistakes in the smaller, um, you know, the smaller places, I guess. And you'll learn a lot that will help you. But anyways, you'll probably find that once you reach smaller goal, you'll feel more accomplished, which is really important because, you know, any creative industry, music, uh, film, podcasting, um, being a YouTuber, anything, you know, you put in a lot of work, a lot of hours. And, you know, if you don't you set up the smaller goals that you can celebrate, it's very easy to run out of steam and just feel defeated. Ross, you and I have been there countless mm -hmm. times and it takes yeah. a change in attitude. It takes a change in trying something new, you know, trying something, something a little bit different or the same thing in a different way, I guess. And um, three, it, it really takes setting those small goals and not dismissing them. You know, I used, I used to be king of doing this, just dismissing, particularly as a musician. You know, I, I, would, I would say win an award or this, and immediately I would just be like, ah, it's only this. My wife would be like, what are you talking about? Celebrate these moments. Do you think these artists that you look up to only ever had those huge moments? You know, it's, it's all those small moments that actually truly matter that are all, yeah. when you look back, you're like, wow, that happened and then this happened. That, so if that small little thing didn't happen, that next thing wouldn't have happened. You know, so celebrate each thing along the way. It puts out the right energy. It's, it helps you stay positive. It really is just about taking that big goal and breaking it down into the smaller goals and tasks. And as you said, celebrating them mm -hmm. along the way. Having the big ambitions is, is great, but feeling like you're not meeting your expectations can be really demotivating. So keep the bigger goals in mind, but really focus on achieving those smaller ones. And remember to look back at them and that it does all add up. And it's going to like all of those achievements are just going to help you move forward and reach the bigger goal. You know, it's kind of, um, this, this kind of reminds me of when I started uh, vocal lessons years ago, my vocal coach, my, my goal has always been to become a better and better singer every, every day. You know what I mean? And it's not, 
for any other reason than for myself to feel like I am growing, you know what I mean, as a singer. You know, I might not ever even sing that lowest note, that highest note in a song on stage or anywhere. You know, probably will. But the point is, it's for me. You know what I mean? And, it, and, it, and it, let's get let's get scientific here and psychological. We get that dopamine rush. It makes us feel good. It makes us motivated. It makes us keep going. You know what I mean? So let's not forget about that. You know, so I, I think another goal uh, of yours could be something like getting your music placed on in film or TV. You know what I mean? That's uh, for I think a lot of musicians particularly overlook this you know that in itself is a pretty big goal um so try to break that down a little further yeah so something like that you might want to break down into different goals or steps and that could include stuff like establishing which tracks of yours you want to get placed Mm -hmm. because you need to you know that's something you need to think about uh researching different licensing companies who work with artists in a similar genre to you because without knowing who those companies are how is that music going to get in the film and tv and you know once you've done that another step would be reaching out to those companies to get that conversation started. So really, you know, it's a big goal, but there are lots of little actionable steps that you can take to get to that goal. And it's really just a case of identifying those first and taking them one at a time, because without one, you're not going to be able to do the other. Yeah, I think you could even break those down into even smaller goals too, you know. But the point is that every large task has multiple steps to achieving it. And identifying the smaller steps can really make a huge difference to getting things done and getting things moving. Yeah. And big tasks are overwhelming. I think we've talked about this before, you know, just between ourselves that Mm -hmm. when you've got like just lots of big tasks on your list, you don't know where to start, but if you're able to break them down, it makes it a lot easier to get started and a lot easier to achieve them. Absolutely. Um, And I think while we're on the topic of music licensing, do check out our interview with Pam Lewis Rudman mm-hmm. for some tips on getting your music placed and how to approach a sync licensing specialist because she does break this down a lot more. She's got a lot more experience in that field than, than us. If you are struggling to keep on top of your goals, uh, reach out to other artists and creatives to see if you can become accountability partners. Um, you know, sometimes having someone else on board who is also trying to make things happen, I think, can be a motivating factor. I know I have one of those. <gasps> His name's Ross. Thank you, Marcelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I, I think when it comes to accountability partners, I think um, sometimes people have misconceptions about what that means. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're there, you know, chasing them down to make sure that everything's getting done. Sometimes it can just be you're there for moral support. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, talking through things. You're helping each other out with stuff. I mean, there is an element of did you get that done? Well, why did you not get that done? Mm-hmm. But it's not like a teacher at school no. telling you off for not getting it done. Right. Um, I think just the fact, you know, knowing that you're not completely alone in something can really help. And you may be able to help each other out by making introductions or suggestions that will help you both achieve the different things you've got going on because everyone's got different connections and different perspective. And I think that that can definitely help because I think if you're doing something completely by yourself, you can sometimes lose sight of, where things are going right or where things are going wrong. Yeah. So that other perspective can definitely help. Absolutely. And I know for me, you, you've definitely been uh, a help several times. I've come to you, um, whether it's I'm at a point where I'm like, ah, or it's just a point of, dude, you know, I'm really excited about what I'm doing, but I just wish, you know, where do you think I should put some of my energy, you know? And sometimes just, you know, having a confident or, or somebody that you can, you really trust to just 
reflect something back to you, um, it, it can be very helpful. You know, I, I know you've helped me in, in quite a few regards in my in my in my music career. And just a couple of suggestions, I really take what you have to say. Um, uh, with a grain of salt, okay. I take what you have to say <laughs> in high regard. I mean, you have to actually with everyone, but I, what I mean, I take, I take, I hold it in high regard, and uh, you know, and I, 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 I use that, you know, and it's been very, very useful. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I mean, here's the thing: if you don't have someone like that, you know, find a friend, you know, or a family member, you know, or even a psychotherapist to talk to. That some of them actually specialize in in creative um, careers, right? But the one thing that, that is cool about finding a friend, particularly that's also in the creative industry, I think they'll get it a bit more. Sometimes um, family and friends just don't get it when you're a creative, you know, whether you're a musician, an actor, um, an author, an artist, um, you know, anything like that. You know, sometimes they just don't get it, you know, so it's it's good to, to it doesn't have to be someone in your exact field, but any creative will get the hustle. They'll get the frustration. They'll get the the, the amount of work and, and, and the payoff, the the un balanced uh, you know mm-hmm. relationship between the two you know you'll get it and um I, I there's also something i i i read somewhere and i i think we should still implement this um the idea of finding someone that's just slightly above you and i don't mean above you so i don't i don't mean that in the sense of oh they're better than you he's a little further along further in along the in their career journey yeah in their yeah. journey a little bit further along in the career that you can learn from you know find someone that's that's your peer you know that that you're growing with and then also find someone that maybe is not where you're at yet and give back to them, you know, just as a good, good karma. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I, I, this doesn't have to be literally, like, uh, when I say that you should do this, I think we do do this. We, we just don't realize that we do this, but it, it doesn't necessarily have to be one person, but it could be just someone you encounter along the way that you share some advice with. I know I do this all the time. And, you know, we have some people on the show that are phenomenally successful that we pick their brain during the show and sometimes a little bit after, you know. And uh, they're being very generous and giving back to us. And I would say Ross and I help each other out a lot, you know. So that's something to think about, too. But uh, anyways, if you want more advice on setting goals and making things happen, uh, we recommend you go back and check out our interviews with Suzanne Polanski and Stephen Christian of Anberlin. Great guy. Um, As there's some really actionable advice in both of those episodes that will set you on the right path. But hopefully, you know, we have got you thinking about ways that you can plan ahead for the new year. Mm-hmm. But it's probably time for us to take a quick break mm-hmm. and we're going to jump into a game of Two Truths and a Life. Yeah, oh my gosh, we had a great time chatting with Network Music Group's Terry McBride earlier this year. He tried to trick us by telling us three things he has given as gifts at Christmas. And of course, we had to guess which one was the lie. So how did we get on? Um, let's see. Take it away. Okay. Um, I've given Lego, Lego tape. I've given uh, fishing reels. And recently I've given a turntable where the turntable doesn't actually turn, the actual device turns. Oh man. See, my okay. wife's a psychotherapist, right? And every time we've done this, she always knows before Ross and I know, she's like, I know, because she knows when people are lying. It's kind of amazing, but awful. <laughs> so it's kind of awful for me. Ah, <laughs> oh, sometimes when people lie... They give more information than they need to give. Mm. What do you think? Or, Terry's or, a smart guy. I think Terry's... That around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I think Terry's <laughs> here. Terry's a smart guy. So maybe he knows this. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to ask about the Lego tape. I don't know what that is. Follow-up questions. Mm. It's, it's like basically tape that has Lego stuff that you can wrap around things and then attach, attach Lego to it. Oh, okay. So you can make stuff that's not 
you know, a, a simple kind of structure, you can make something a bit it, it, crazier? It basically allows you to put tape on something and then attach Lego to it. And okay, did, did my the person son like loves that Lego. gift? And the second my, one was... Sorry. <laughs> We are the second so one good was at fishing reels. <laughs> we fishing are so reels. good at hosting, Ross. The second one was a fishing fishing reel. I don't know if I believe that you're vegetarian, but then you're pescatarian. No, now, right? pescatarian. No. Pescatarian. Okay, so maybe that. And did the person oh. like that gift? I'm just going to ask you if they liked all the gifts. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually gave away three fishing reels. Oh, you're good at this, Terry. And then I gave one to myself too. Oh, and the third one was the turntable. Mm. But but the table doesn't actually turn. So and where did you get that from? Indigo. Wow. It's utterly brilliant. Utterly oh, brilliant. Terry, you're a mystery. Oh, I kind of <laughs> want to just give up. <laughs> well, well, use, your in, use your intuition and oh. think about it this way, since obviously I've stumped you. None of them are a lie, but one of them's a bit of a white lie. Okay, so one of them's not quite what I, I'm, I'm gonna, I already know what I'm going to say in my instinct. Okay, go. Okay. I'm going to say the fishing line is not true. I'll see what Ross well, is. Fishing really reels, so, fishing so fishing reels, it wasn't sorry. a fishing okay. line. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and Ross? We need some I'm kind of game music go going. I'm going to go with the Lego tape. And the Lego tape is right. Because I, right. Haven't give, I haven't given it to him yet. You've bought it, but you've not given it to him. That was a tricky one, though, Terry. My son's getting it this year, but he hasn't gotten it yet. So technically, I haven't given it to him yet. Technically, you got us there. Because, (laughs) I mean, he answered it so confidently, right? But it's kind of like, it's not really a great victory because it was a guess. Um, Yes, but you got it right. I did get it right. I'll be a good sport. Congratulations, Ross. My medal will, uh, will be in the post. Thank you. <laughs> what from me? Jeez. Just give me a medal emoji or something. That, that works. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for playing with us, Terry. Send them some fishing line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry. Terry, Terry. That was that was a fun one. I think that this is actually one of the first times that we played um Two Truths and a Lie in a while. I think we'd we'd done them earlier in the year, but then we took a break. Right. So it was kind of uh we were a bit rusty on the old detective skills, but um <laughs> There's a fun one. We're not going to quit our day jobs and become detectives anytime soon. No, no, we're not. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, so you, anyways, you mentioned taking a break before, and I think that's possibly a good topic for us to touch on. Um, you know, we already talked about planning out your new year, you know, which I think I do. I get really excited at the beginning of the year, I should say. Uh, Ross kind of laughs at me a little bit because I'm like, it's a you new year. You get excited year. at the beginning of the year and then it declines. It declines, but then it fixes <laughs> no, that. It doesn't always. No, but doesn't. Uh, this year I stay, I stay pretty positive. Um, you know, like we said, definitely plan for your new year. Generally speaking, have a big goal that you want to reach for that year and have mini goals, maybe that you want to reach every quarter or even every month, like a small thing. It probably probably makes sense more in the quarter just because so many things can change and happen. But, you know, have those goals set and, you know, have some flexibility because things will change. New opportunities that are you never thought would be possible will come up. And also some other things might not be realistic anymore. You know what I mean? So keep yourself flexible, but do have some sort of have something going into the new year with. You know, mm-hmm. but having setting, having said that, I almost said setting, having setting that, <laughs> I think that it's also important um, that, uh, well, let's say creatives in general who run their own businesses. And let's face it, being a musician, uh, any kind of creative, if you want to make a living off it, it is running your own business. It can be hard for us to take breaks. Yeah. Any of us. And I think we've kind of learned that 
the hard way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burnout is real, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something we're both familiar with. And you know, something that we've also seen throughout the creative, creative industries. I've seen you know other people who work in the industry definitely approaching it or just experiencing it, because I think we put a lot of pressures pressure on ourselves to succeed. And as a result, we don't always take the time off that we need because we feel like we constantly have to be working towards oh gosh, yes. something or... Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, it's tough. It definitely and is Especially, tough. you know, a lot of entre- entrepreneurs have that same fire that I think Ross and I have. And, and many of you watching this and, and tuning into this right now can totally relate to to just having that that burning fire when you're sitting down, you feel... I feel personally feel restless, you know, like I'm, I'm just sitting down. What do you mean? I, I'm just watching. I can't, I could be, I could be working right now. I could be working towards my goals. And, you know, especially Ross and I, and many of you can relate to this. We have multiple projects, you know, our own personal projects that we run and, and also our projects together, like, you know, Bridge Atlantic and the multiple projects within that project, you know, which many of you can relate to, you know, so um, as enjoyable as, as all these things are, you know, the holidays can be an exhausting time of the year i think we can all understand that it's a perfect time to take a break once all the craziness has died down before getting back into work mode for the new year breaks do really help us to recharge Mm -hmm. and become more productive but i need to remind myself of the benefits of taking a break because i'm like you Mm -hmm. always kind of in the back of my mind is oh i could be doing this i could be doing that but really i need to not be doing anything so that I can allow myself to become recharged well, for getting back to it. I actually took a break last year. You saw this. You saw the change in mm-hmm. me. I took a break at the end of the year. Um, not. I wouldn't say I took all of December off, but we did take December off Bridge Atlantic. Um, yep. Because we were last year, we, we really worked crazy on this, guys. Um, and this year we still have, but we just got smarter. I think don't work harder, work smarter. That's a big thing that we're, we're learning in all regards. You know, anyways, last year, I don't remember how long I took off, but I think I definitely took a week or two off at the end of December. And I don't know, maybe maybe you can talk about this, Ross. I know how it made me feel. It definitely relieved a lot of stress. It got me clear-headed. I was able to spend quality time with my, my with my wife and kids. And I know I came back fully recharged. I don't know if you remember this, Ross, if you can talk yeah, about this. Yeah, you were unbearable. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you, know, you definitely did take some time off. And it, I think it was definitely a good thing for you because... Um, I think we were both getting a bit frazzled towards the end of the year. So mm-hmm. I think taking that break was was definitely needed. Yeah. And I think the new year uh, feels like a fresh start in many ways, right? So when you're planning ahead for your goals, see if you can sketch out some time uh, for breaks in there too. You know what I mean? I think that that's something I, I, I should definitely do for the new year because um, I, we often just take breaks when we feel exhausted, at least for me. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm exhausted. I literally, it's like, I don't have a choice. I need to break. But I think maybe if we, we looked ahead and we kind of gave ourselves permission to take a break after, you know, a certain amount of work days or a certain amount, I don't know, whatever makes sense to you, you know? I mean, if you block it off in your calendar, you know, in some ways, yes, you're maybe putting a little bit of pressure on yourself to achieve some things before the date. That's good though. It's accountability. But it can be a good thing. It's, It's like when you're, you know, when you're at school and you have like yeah. exams or, or something, you know that you have to get stuff yeah. done by that time. So setting yourself some deadlines is good, but... Yeah, um, I've always worked better under pressure. Sometimes a little pressure and a little fire yeah. in your ass can really make you, um, can put you into overdrive. I guess maybe the lesson is to be able to get yourself to that place without needing, mm-hmm. like kind of trick yourself into the pressure. And maybe this is it. 
you know, saying that, no, I've next week I'm taking the whole week off. I I have to yeah. get this done, you know, and maybe it'll make you, you know, record that, that song or finish that new song or, you know, read that new script or whatever you're doing or write, write that new, um, no, novel. <laughs> so, you know, if you have these breaks planned, you might be more likely to stick to them. I think, um, it's different for everyone, but you might find that regular short breaks work better for you than less frequent longer breaks. Yeah. And I think for me, the regular short breaks work better Agreed. because um if i take too too long away from my inbox it just i end up having to spend a whole week catching up on email and that's not and then productive. i gotta hear so, about it <laughs> yes you do so the smaller breaks are better because it's it's just a little bit easier for me to manage when i get back but it totally depends on who you are and what you do because yeah. it's gonna be different from everyone but i think when you are taking a break one of the important things is to really unplug yeah. and make that break count Put your phone aside. so many people take breaks but they're still fully active on their social media and they're still replying to emails. So it's, it's not really a break. It's like, okay, yeah, you might not be working as full on as mm-hmm. you were, but you are still working and you're not really relaxing. So kind of a fake exactly. break. Um, Your fans will still be there you know, if you okay. don't tweet for, you know, a day or two, or maybe even a week. I mean, you can even not tweet for two weeks or a month. Your fans are still going to be there. Okay. So chill out. <laughs> yeah. Chill out, guys. Exactly. Chill out. And um, yeah, I think I think that's a good place for us to wrap this up. Uh, you know, plan out your new year, get excited about it, but also take a break. You know, take a break maybe before hitting that new year and also schedule in some breaks, you know, whether that's scheduled way in advance or just as you go. Um, you know, speaking of breaks, just just before we do wrap up, maybe give yourself a weekend. You know, that weekend doesn't have to be Saturday or Sunday. You know, it could be any other day. I know, Ross, at one point, your weekends were technically Sunday and Monday. Now they are mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. My weekends are Saturday yeah. and Sunday, you know, um, and that's when I, I try my best to unplug and enjoy time with my family and, and friends or and, and a little bit of time for, for me, like, you know, going out and do something yeah. fun. And, you know, I do always, every time I do that, you know, I do come back recharged. Sometimes I'm just overzealous and so excited about the work I'm doing that I do work through weekends. And as much as I, I'm excited. And about, that's okay sometimes. Well, that's okay sometimes, sometimes. But, you know, I, I'm excited when I'm doing it. But then I end up feeling guilty. I'm like, oh, my weekend was just worked. And then this new week is starting and I'm just going to work. And my kids will be at school now. And my wife's at work during the week. And it's like, oh, no. I, actually, we had a recent experience with this where I, I emailed Ross on a Saturday about another project Ross and I were working on and Ross's response kind of parentally, which was kind of funny because I'm the parent uh, in this relationship. Please note that the response was sent on Monday and <laughs> that's not on right, Saturday. That's right. It was on a Monday. He was like, yeah. remember, Marcio, we don't work weekends. <laughs> My response yeah. was, you're right, Ross. Thank you. Thank you. We need, we need Sometimes we do keep each other in line like that. So again, bring it all full circle for an accountability partner, You know, um, whether that's someone you're working with like Ross and I or just someone else. Keep yourself yeah. accountable. Basically, do what we said in this e- in this episode. <laughs> do everything is, we said, is, uh, but you know, it's just it's just a guideline. You know, take it for what it's worth. But um, you know, make this make sense for you. And a lot of people will listen to what people have to say and think they have to do everything exactly the same way, and then they get disappointed with the results. Take this and then make it work for you. And that means trying what works, uh, what you know will work, and also re revamping it as you go along. Which I think Ross and I are always doing: revamp it and make it make sense yeah. to you. Yeah, you have to. But uh, guys, that's it for part four. That's it for it all. Uh, yeah, no series. more holidays for us. Bye. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube. And uh, yeah, please do visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you are there. Yeah, um, just a little bit about me. I'm working on my second solo album and you can pre-order it 
on my website, marcianovelli.com, specifically marcianovelli.com slash pre-order. Um, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify if you want to hear my music. It's all my name, Marcia Novelli. And I am working on websites for various artists at the moment, and you can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi, and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by 30 Roses, a virtual assistant and consultant to musicians and other creatives, as well as Music Entrepreneur HQ and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, the description, and uh, so check them out. They do help us keep this show alive. Oh, you stole my line. And if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, we've recently updated the rewards, which now include sponsorship at the start of our interviews, as well as an opportunity for you, yes you, to co-host an episode. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and iTunes so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the I show. I also didn't use my podcaster voice for that. I'm sorry to you everyone. Didn't, and actually, I I'm kind down. of thankful for that. I know everyone misses it. I know they do. Um, well, you know, here, I'll throw you a bone here, Ross. Um, I just want to say to all our, you know, YouTube subscribers, iTunes subscribers, anyone that's a subscriber anywhere, especially our patrons, you are truly helping to keep this show alive. Oh, alive. Yeah. He's bitter now. He's bitter. I still yeah, his line. I am. <laughs> I am. Guys, thanks for tuning into part four of our 2017 holiday special. Hopefully you enjoyed this series. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, making it and we hope yeah, that we'll see you will enjoy and take something back from yeah. us and uh, hopefully we'll see you in 2018 yeah if you missed parts 1, 2 and 3 you can catch them on our YouTube channel of course don't forget to click that subscribe button and if uh, you did catch them ready why not check out an older interview you haven't seen yet you know um, if you're subscribing on YouTube make sure to hit that bell so you get notified of our updates and uh, of course for your chance to win a free shirt for every 100 new subscribers we get until the end of the year. <laughs> that was very well done. Thank you. Uh, yeah, happy holidays, guys. And uh, yeah, we hopefully will see you in 2018. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.